Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. Andrew with you once again. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh, Today, I'm very excited to be dialing in Adrian Ruth. Uh, Adrian, thanks for taking some time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Adrian, uh, you are the creative um, person behind Murder on Ice Design Colorado, and you clearly are a uh, big hockey fan, and that's kind of why we connected. Obviously, uh, we're the champs right now, Stanley Cup champions here in Denver, and uh, that's a little uh, a bit of your more recent story, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, what made you want to start Murder on Ice Design, and then we can talk about the amazing sort of success you've had here recently with with a few things in Denver and with the Avalanche. Yeah, so I've always kind of been an artist um, throughout my life, just kind of doodling, um, taking art classes in high school and college, um, but never really as a career path. And then when Um, COVID hit, I had an iPad, I wasn't really using it. So I decided to kind of challenge myself um, to get into more of like a digital design, start using the iPad a little bit more um, and was doing some, you know, player pieces because it was just kind of an easy thing. Like I missed hockey. It was a great way to kind of be like, okay, hockey's going to come back. Like I started doing some like player countdowns when they announced, you know, the bubble hockey um, version of the playoffs. And so from there, it kind of just started with a lot of people really liking the pieces I was putting out there. Um, And then I was really fortunate to be able to partner with another local um, Colorado shop, Avsfam. And he was like, hey, like, can I get some of your designs up on my store? Like, I'll send you some of the stuff. I'll give you the profits. But I saw people really like them and I wanted to kind of give you an avenue to get stuff into the hands of people. And then I think it was kind of about six months where he was finally like, okay, like, I love you dearly, but like, you need to do this on your own and kind of like gave me the foundation um, and then pushed me to kind of come up with my own thing. Um, So I'm just a little bit over a year and a few more months into it. And it was just kind of um, a lot of fans on Twitter and Instagram, really liking the stuff, really engaging with it and wanting me to make products that represented their um, fandom. Right. And, you know, that's where this sort of takes off, right? The, the Avs have a pretty magic season and, uh, you know, they're on the doorstep a few years in a row and then finally sealed the deal this year. And, you know, an awesome meme came out of it, right? And this is like internet culture and, you know, social media at its finest, um, you know, since you lived through this, like talk a little bit about the progression and how you really end up getting this big media splash with the too many men design and how that came to be. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it started at the beginning of, um, this season, kind of my foundation with, um, the Kadri family, um, and just kind of building a relationship. I was super excited when he got traded to the Avs, So it wasn't, something where I was like jumping on it this year, but it really was like, um, it really became like, um, with COVID, I think everything was kind of weird with like interactions with players and like even players, family, everyone trying to stay like extra safe. And then this year when stuff kind of loosened up, um, one of the first games of the season, uh, his wife and daughter 
um, stood next to us for warmups. And like, that's how kind of the introduction started. Um, and she was like, oh, you're like, I was like, yeah, I've like drawn some stuff of Naz. And I think I've like tagged you both in it before. And like the minute I said that, she was like, oh, like that's you. And so it kind of kicked off with like me getting to know his wife. Um, and then, you know, through the season with him having such a great year, the all-star game. And like, I did tons of content, tons of push to like get him there. Um, and then like, they did a few other things where they were just buying some stuff along the way. Like I helped do all the ornaments for their like Christmas tree auction. And so it kind of laid this like really great foundation where, um, it felt like I was kind of like their in-house like artists. And yeah. so when everything happened with the overtime goal, um, I got a call from his wife, like via Instagram where she was like, Hey, like they're on the flight back. And Naz wants to know if you can like do this. Like, <laughs> can so you draw good. it? That's so good. That's so yeah, good. Which I was like, <laughs> what is that? Like what's sure. happening right now? He's um, on the plane. Uh. Yeah. Like he's on the plane back and you know, they're heading home for game five and this is what he wants. Um, so I was able to bust it out pretty quick. Um, was it just like fever? It must have been like a fever dream of just where you're like, I got to create because sometimes deadlines yeah. create like this amazing impulse where like, and and it's not always I'm a procrastinator sort of just in, in like as a type cast person, but like sometimes when you're on a deadline, you can really produce. Yeah, yeah, and that was kind of like I like her and I were going back and forth because I think they wanted like he wanted the shirts for game five with like yeah. the potential of winning the cup. And so in my mind, I'm like, is he going to be like wearing the shirt in the locker room, like at the after party? Like I need to get this done. Yeah. Um. So I pretty much busted it out that day. And then like her, his wife and I went back and forth of like where we could get it printed. Um, we thought one of the other wives could like vinyl print it. Yeah. Um, but we were just like, I don't think it's going to work. Um, so I did like tons of Googling to be like, okay, like, I think I found a store in like Thornton that could print them like yeah. in one hour. So the day of game five, I was up in Thornton in the morning, like begging this girl. I was like, I need like 20 shirts. Like, can you do it? Like, I will bring you whatever you want. Like yeah. Starbucks, McDonald's, you say the word. Um, and we were able to get him like that first edition that he wore um, printed. And then uh, obviously like, game five didn't go the way we thought. And so it was kind of, for me, I was like, Oh, did I like jinx it by getting this done too quickly? Yeah. Uh, like, hockey fans like, are so like, I felt hockey. like a lot of like, so I was like, Oh gosh, like, was yeah, this yeah. me? Karma is um, tough. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it was kind of fun. Cause like my mom and I went down to Tampa for game six. Oh wow. And so like after we won, um, you know, we got to celebrate, um, we got to hang out with the team a little bit. And so it was kind of funny because then, you know, we get back to Denver, I'm like talking with like his wife, just like the two of us are just both like, Oh, I'm so exhausted. And then we are like, Oh, we have to do this parade now. And I was like, so we're like, are the shirts a go? And she was like, Oh yeah. He like has been nonstop. Like this is what he wants to wear. <laughs> um, so it was really fun. Like, you know, at the parade coming around, like seeing the truck come around the corner and him in the shirt. And then just like the absolute kind of chaos that happened, you know, once that went on social media of just like everyone, um, wanting one and like, where did he get it? Where, like, you know, right. who did this? Um, so that was kind of fun as well, but yeah, I think it's just like a foundation of like, they've always supported my art. So they knew kind of who to come to for it yeah. as well, which was cool. Oh, that's incredible. Right. I mean, you cultivated that and it's that chance like in real life is, is, is wild like that. So that's cool that 
you were able to build a real real connection and then turn it around. Um, I did want to to sort of call out. I mean, this you have a sticker of it too, of course, but the um, this project actually has done a lot of good. So it's a T-shirt. It's a big win from Stanley. Uh, you know, Stanley Cup win, etc. is very exciting, right? But the they um, as of July, it says online, it says it was over $82,000 went to their foundation from this, which is yeah. pretty, pretty meaningful. Right. <laughs> so um, not only is it a cool project, great story, probably life-changing for you, but it then um, it, they're you know talking about mental health and, and raising awareness to that. So that's pretty positive. Um, and uh, it looks like it's sold on a few different sites. So, so now you, all of a sudden you get the, the viral hit that like you can't ever plan for. You can't even dream of that. So you get this, you get uh, local media coverage, of course, you know, the various news outlets, like you said, it went fast and furious, of course, after the parade, because people must know and they must have it, et cetera. So now you've had to scale really fast and, and it's only been a, about a month or so, give it a month and a half, two months or whatever. Now, how have you tried to adapt and grow with this and, and stay, you know, sort of stay within the, top of mind for people but at the same time it's not hockey season right so you know what i mean like uh where what's next in, in a way yeah um so i was pretty lucky that like i didn't have to worry about the actual like t-shirt portion um since i partnered with a company um so that like alleviated a big <laughs> portion yeah. of kind of having Just inventory to, like, that's crazy <laughs> yeah like the inventory portion like having to deal with it um so it kind of gave me a little bit of freedom um to kind of do what's next. And I think there was, um, for me, like a lot of burnout, like right after the end of the season of just like having done so much in a really like compact, um, two month period with just all things hockey. And like, I, I hadn't really taken any time to like draw for a while. So it gave me a little bit of time to like take a break. Um, and then I kind of dived like head first into like, tons of Stanley cup stuff. Um, cause I knew there was going to be the demand for it. And it was great to be able to like, you know, draw, I think I drew like almost the whole team. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. Like it's like you got too many yeah. men, but then everyone went, at least you see yeah. them in Jersey that like, that's their favorite player. And yeah, th those are the kind of things you're like, I got to have five of these just so that I like, cause yeah. I know I want them forever. Like and it's, that going was the like, it's going on the that tour. was a great like thing to be able to produce um and I think it was kind of like I I actually took a little bit of like time to make sure I could get it all together right um you know not trying to necessarily like jump immediately on things right away um uh, because I wanted the quality to be good and then um from there you know I've been just kind of like right now it's been a lot of restocking I cannot like keep up with demand um, which is great. You know, I'm really fortunate to have a following or people who really like my work that, you know, stuff sells out very quickly. So I can't, you know, complain when I have to like constantly restock. Um, but now I'm kind of looking at like other ways, um, just because of this increase of like other places I can dive into. Um, you know, I'm trying to actually like between my like real world job and like this actually chart, like, charting out you know different areas like i i love halloween i always do halloween designs so like this year i like actually sat down and was like let's make a bigger halloween collection yeah. than last year and then like i'm starting to dive into you know some football 
Um, yeah, there's the Russell Wilson sticker for Denver yeah. Broncos fans. You got to hopefully has a good enough season that you'd want to have a sticker of. So the jury's out. Exactly. Right? But I, I was going to say, like, it looks like, you know, you do the Colorado is such an iconic brand and, and Colorado designers have to have like a Denver, you know, Colorado like aesthetic, at least part of it. But then you have your passions, like you said, in this case, it's hockey specifically and you like Halloween and, you know, um, you know, you're when you have an Etsy store, I presume you can throw whatever products you want if you've designed it, which is kind of nice, right? Yeah. And that was, I mean, part of like the name of my store too, was not to like tie myself to hockey, but it like still ties me to hockey because it's a pretty iconic, you know, hockey quote of hockey being called murder on ice. Um, But then on the flip side for me, I think it also kind of like leaned into like nobody really knows what that is. So I can kind of do tons of stuff. Like I'm not a purist hockey store. Um, And then, you know, it also like a lot of the stuff with Naz, it kind of transcended just like avalanche hockey and just kind of into the whole hockey community. So for me, that like gave me also an opportunity to sit down and I'm kind of working on um, a series of like NHL stickers that aren't just players. Like they're actually representing the city or major themes within like the culture of um, that team. So for example, like I did um, for the Sabres, I did like a really cool um, Buffalo chicken wing design and like actually (laughs) research, like went in and researched like what, what is a hot sauce? Like what is the hot sauce in Buffalo? And like, what is, what is this iconic thing that when we all think of Buffalo Sabres, like you're going to think of Buffalo, you're going to think of Buffalo, you know, chicken wings and like, trying to make those linkage of like doing these designs that um, kind of like I was saying is inspired by like the MLB city connectors. It's like a different way of looking at hockey. Um, So I think that's part of what this has given me is like a little bit more room to be creative um, and bust outside of an avalanche bubble and like go into a full, you know, hockey bubble and even sports bubble. Yeah, no, no, no. It seems like a natural fit. And um Sounds like you know some some good folks in that. <laughs> so you get that go for it. Um, so that's really cool. And like I said, we've it, it's been fun to track. Obviously, every Sticker Giant is a big hockey uh, fan base. Actually, at Sticker Giant, so we we get to see so many different designs through different seasons, uh, different years, especially um, when the team's doing really well. So it was fun to to watch all the Avs uh, designs come through this year. Um, so um, thank you for sharing all that. And, you know, it's pretty cool that you're, again, able to leverage that. So um, we're moving past hockey uh, and you're, you know, scaling up, you know, what are some, especially you say you're juggling, you know, a, a full-time job too, right? Like when you have time to to think about what you're doing and where, you know, you've been in this short amount of time, you know, what are the kind of things, because there's a lot of people who are launching Etsy stores and trying to, to get their name out there. Now that you've had a little bit, and you said you even had a chance to breathe a little bit, has there any been reflection on like the things along the way that, you know, that kind of core advice you'd pass on to another sort of budding entrepreneur of what you've learned? Yeah, I think it's um, one of the things I think I've like learned along the way is like make designs that you really love. Um, I think oftentimes we try to there's a thing within Etsy stores of, oh, to be successful, I have to kind of stick within like the cliche and do what everyone else is doing. And I think um, for me, like, I think there's 
take risk where you can. Obviously, you don't want to take risk where you're like losing money and you're in a negative. But I think the key is like, if you really love the design, there's other people that are going to love it. Um, I've made some designs where I print them and I'm just like, huh, I'm not happy. Like, I'm just not thrilled that like, I kind of did this generic thing and then it, you know, sits in my store forever and it doesn't sell. And to me, that's kind of reflective. Whereas um, designs that I put um, kind of more of my heart into, or I really like, I see those kind of go a lot quicker. And I think it's because other people have that same mentality of if I'm going to draw a player, or if I'm going to make a design, like, is it something I want on my own water bottle or laptop or, you know, computer, whatever it's going on? Is it something I want as well? And that really helps, I think, me also make the best design possible. So I feel like there's a lot of this push to like do what everyone else is doing or, oh, I see success because this person's doing this design, like find your own style, find what you love and like do that because it's better than kind of, you know, being generic amongst a big group of people on Etsy who are kind of doing the same thing. Right. No. Yeah. And trends now too, especially like with TikTok and all that, like it, there's more of an incentive to like, if it's, it's the copycat culture is a little more ingrained, especially on TikTok. Like it's designed for that. So like, it's hard to like break free of that. Cause if you're not doing the trending thing, you can't jump on it to do your own thing to create a trend. And so it's like this constant, <laughs> you know, at least from my yeah. and I'm not super savvy specifically to that. Um, but, you know, speaking to that, that, that's also cool to hear you say that and reflect on that. But, you know, now that you do have to get some new products out and, 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 and sort of advertise and promote what kind of avenues are you trying to do and, and leverage as you, you grow the brand uh, murder on ice and, and, and branch out into different NHL, especially because that, that could be, it's obviously a very good area of growth, right? So yeah. what kind of promotional advertising platforms are you trying to. Um, so I do, I rely heavily on my Twitter as like the foundation mm-hmm. for a lot of my stuff. Um, mostly because I do have a very like loyal, following on there that you know is pretty engaged with what i am um up to you know sports wanting is stuff good for twitter like sports based because it's happening yeah. it's like twitter if if you're sports it's related live, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, and no. it's it's i think that helps like especially because i've seen my own page like grow so that's kind of my foundational thing but i have kind of dived a little bit more into like tiktok and seeing okay like what you know that whole concept of like what sounds are trending what can i do with you know stickers on there and it's it's a really interesting thing to see like people who are like oh i just found your store the other day and like didn't realize you had a tiktok so i'm like sitting there (laughs) how did you find it like yeah yeah, you want to know and so you can replicate that too and so that's kind of what's been interesting is like i've seen some growth off of like just tiktok and just you know putting up like videos with the stickers or showcasing with like trending sounds and i'm trying to find a way like on tiktok to still remain like unique to myself and i think right. it's interesting like if i do pull up a sound that's like not trending and then like i see it does get a lot of hits i'm like okay like obviously something's going right mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. what is it and like playing with those analytics and i think like everyone's on tiktok right now so it's kind of like the place to be um so i'm working hard on that um, and then, yeah, I just kind of still rely heavily like on the abs fan base yeah. um, as a whole, just because I have um, a lot of people who know me now within that community. And so I can, you know, share. And it always seems like, you know, one abs fan has a friend who's an abs fan, but then they're that friend of a friend is also a, you know, 
Kraken fan. And so like it, it, it spirals from there where it's like, okay, the friend of the friend is now an outside team. And then that person has a friend who's, you know, this team. And I think when you start getting into like the hockey community and how um, people are just kind of with the way that players get traded, people start interacting with other fan bases because they're excited because, you know, their favorite players now on that team. So it starts creating a web that makes, you know, for me, a really easy way to flow designs through because then it's like, Oh, like, Hey, my friend, you know, she, she has an Etsy store. Like, have you seen this design? And it's of your favorite player on this team. And so it really like naturally happens um, with the abs fan base. And that's what I'm like really fortunate to have is like a fan base. that's pretty genuine in of itself and really like authentic and caring about kind of the fans that are in the fan base. Mm, nice. Yeah. Uh, that's that's nice to hear. I I grew up in Chicago as a Blackhawks fan and skating with the Hawks as a kid. And, and it's a different uh, uh, kind of sport like that, I, I think, than, you know, football and baseball and basketball. I don't know why. It just seems like the community side is very interesting. Um, and uh, it is cool to see you leverage the uh, the passion and for yourself, I mean, and what you're good at. And then sports fans just do love to celebrate and, and represent their team. So if you can keep that niche growing, that's, that's kudos to you. So um, we're all rooting for you. So good luck thank with that. You. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, thank you for your time today. And, you know, again, sort of the, the takeaway too of doing something good too, like, uh, you know, there's, there's something there and, and you can kind of continue to help, you know, help other people too through your business, which I think is, is what a lot of businesses are trying to do and plan for. And, and that only makes you, you know, more authentic. And so right on. Um, goodness gracious. Thank you for your time, everybody, especially those of you listening. Um, Adrian, we appreciate you. We say on the show, of course, every sticker has a story. This one is the too many men sticker from the Avs Stanley Cup victory and uh, came from Adrian Ruth of Murder on Ice Designs and um it's at guffy chan on twitter and also at guffy chan on instagram and tiktok right so uh you can find adrian there uh adrian like i said we're rooting for you we watch for you um and everybody else there in podcast land take care of yourselves and um thank you very much thank you that wraps up this episode of stickers on the mic brought to you by stickergiant.com you can download us on spotify iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customer sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to stickergiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon podcast to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.